0: Welcome to The Cherry Picker, the horror movie podcast where we like to kill people, but not really. I'm your host, Zach Cherry, and with me as always is... Eddie of Edward is Truth. And today we're talking about 13 ghosts. 13 13 N N ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, (laughs) 2001, October 26, 2001, release date. Uh, and this is our thirteenth episode, so I wanted to do something thematically Yay! thirteen to to weave in with that. I'm excited. Yeah. I this is probably I think like other than doing the Who Killed Who uh, in the Scream franchise, this is probably the the episode that I've been the most excited about, and I don't even know why. Oh um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's sweet. Yeah, We're excited. I think I, I, mean, I, I, I was looking forward to it for sure, for sure, for sure. I can't speak.
0: I think the thing is, because I mean, like I if I haven't expressed myself before, I hate <laughs> remakes, uh, yes. horror movie remake. Like there's very few that I actually find enjoyable uh, yeah. and, and in some cases surpass the original that's very rare i think that 13 yeah. ghosts this is not like an absolutely great movie by any means uh no. there there's a lot of things about it that r- uh really great on me but in terms of of just being like a remakes like dark castle uh, the studio that did this movie as well as uh, house on a haunted hill and Uh, house of wax like i
1: well that's not a ghost ship
0: ghost Ghost ship ship isn't a remake remake, but um but those three uh those are all pretty solid remakes i know they've been like maligned uh by critics and all that but i mean like comparatively to everything else and i think that the reason why they work so well is because they're not really remakes per se they're taking a concept that you know for the most like the Uh, House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts were based off of William Castle uh, properties House of Wax is something completely different Um, but they yeah I don't think House of Wax wasn't William Castle but they they basically just took the the basic idea and made a completely new movie about it I think like House on Haunted Hill followed a structure relatively closely but with 13 Ghosts I actually watched the original this morning for the first time ever Uh I'd never seen it it's not good, it's no it's I mean i the thing with like William Castle is that his movies were all about we we kind of talked about this last week um mm. when we touched upon uh just the way that the Exorcist was marketed like William Castle was yes. totally just uh all about the hype and the anticipation and the marketing, and I yeah. think with this movie the gimmick was that you had your your glasses it was in three d
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but you had the glasses. And those allowed you to see the ghosts when you, when you put yeah. them on uh,
1: throughout the movie. Um, so that was the big draw for him. And wasn't this the one? Maybe I don't remember if I'm remembering correctly. The um, For one of his movies, there was one where there were like, be, either there were believer glasses or non-believer glasses. And like the believer glasses were like red and they illuminated stuff. That were actually there, like they like enhanced the ghost experience. Oh, really? And if you wore the blue glasses, maybe i misremembered, it, it might they were, be.
0: It might be that yeah. like he
1: was so extra with like he his shit, <laughs>
0: but it was like. But people loved it. People went crazy. And the yes. thing is, I think this this was kind of the end of an era because I was looking up, uh, like after I watched up, just like this this movie's so tame, like nothing happens, in it. and I, and I'll get to like comparative points in the movies of, of just the the differences between the original and. The I don't even want to call it a remake because I, I, it's so loosely a remake um right. but uh there's I I was like looking up the release date and like this came out like pretty much right before Psycho and when you mm. look at Psycho uh and I we're not going to get into Psycho here I know that you, you will will it'll be like half of the, the the podcast if we do but just right. like that movie <laughs> I mean, today you watch it and you're just like, oh, this is just like some nice old like black and white movie that you'd watch with your grandma. Just like, no, at the time, like that, like killing Janet Lee and like the, that whole thing in the shower, like that was edgy for its time. Mm-hmm. Like that was like yeah. damn near X rated if there was something like that in, in 1960. You, so I'm not even, um, even going to comment. I'll comment okay. when we do a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it, it it just really shows like, the, the landscape of, of the genre and how far it's come, like even from like 1960 to 73 with The Exorcist. So when I think of like, what is an applicable movie to remake? I think that that William Castle properties are like the perfect example of movies that should be getting remade uh, or mm. horror movies that should be getting remade. Because when you start to like dip into your Halloweens and your Nightmare on Elm Streets, you're basically taking a well-known property um, yeah. That everybody has a certain degree of expectations about, and you're never going to live up to them, yeah. ever. Like, and th- that's why, like, all like the remake trend. I mean, they're still making. I mean, not as many. I know they did yeah. Child's Play was like, made, and and then Ugh. the new Black Christmas, which even then was that even a remake, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it, you know, those were all flops because mm-hmm. it's it just like you can't take someone's nostalgia and ruin it, but with like. William Castle movies that are already so far removed like generationally like you can mm-hmm. do whatever you want and that's exactly what this movie does uh with mm-hmm. the the 2001 13 ghost because it, it the, the basic premise of the original was just um this family they're like falling on hard times the wife actually never dies in it in the in the original oh, so right. it's like the the four of them move into this house that they inherit from their uncle who actually died there's no twist uh where the uncle comes back and (laughs) he's not the 13th ghost no well the the he the uncle uncle uh cyrus isn't the 13th ghost in this movie because it's arthur if like technically i i mean that's technically we'll we'll get to the the mechanics of the story because i think that's where the, the movie if there is a failure uh is where it fails but um yeah they they're just like uh, the 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 main character who's like the uh the Tony Shaloub of the original his yes. character's name is actually Cyrus so they he wasn't Arthur they oh. they like upgraded that and Cyrus became the uncle so he he's um like a museum curator and he like sucks at life like he can't pay his bills and the, the like the they're just coming in and repossessing <laughs> the furniture like as the The wife is on the phone, like, they're taking our furniture again. And it's just like, it's so, it's like, what is this? It's like almost like slapstick. Like broad comedy sort of sort of thing. So anyway, there it's the kid's birthday, like the little boy, and he wishes, like, I wish we had a home with furniture. And then they get a telegram, and it's like, you have to appear before this lawyer tomorrow. And then the, it, it, the lawyer, which is like the equivalent of the lawyer in this movie, is like, here's the key to your new house, and but it's there's a caveat because it's haunted. And they're like, well, we've got <laughs> nothing else going on, so we may as well move in. And it comes with a maid, who I guess right, is right. This, yes. who's played. By um, Margaret Hamilton, right? Wicked Witch of the of the West, West, uh, West yes. Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Um, so just, it just, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm
1: not going to get it too much into it.
0: Uh, in, <laughs> I'd rather talk about
1: the remake. Uh, right, the it's delightful p- to hear you like kind of retread those steps, though, because I have seen the original. Maybe two years ago yeah. and uh, I I barely remember anything besides Margaret Hamilton <laughs> being in it and I remember feeling even she was like vastly kind of underutilized yeah. for what her talents were. She are. no,
0: she was barely in it. Like she and if she did appear, she just kind of like gave these like leering glances and would walk away uh i don't think she had any dialogue until towards the end but they oh they, they basically took her character in, in the updated one and they kind of uh they separated her into uh maggie the yeah. maid. And I, and I was thinking about that like maggie is that like a play on like margaret hamilton like a like oh my ambassador. god maybe um and then also she's the uh the dennis Rafkin uh-huh. character because she's psychic, and then also like there's right. there's little bits of of Kalina. But the thing is, because the, there's no Uncle Cyrus in the original, like it's, right. it's Uncle like Zorba or um, like Plato <laughs> Zorba, <or> some weird <laughs> shit like that. And he is actually murdered by the the lawyer, and the, it's like the lawyer is the villain of the movie. And oh. uh, yeah, it's, just, it's it's some weird shit. But um, this, yeah I'm. Completely enamored by this movie, and just in terms of like what they've done with the ghosts, because the ghosts are like bullshit in the original, and here, this is like the the production value of not only like th- just the practical effects that they that they've used to design the ghosts and give them characters and backstory, but the house itself, like all of that. Sure. Like we've got this like steampunk looking architecture design, mm. which is like all glass, which apparently was like. A nightmare to to film just because of like <laughs> reflective
1: surfaces yes absolutely Can't, they, uh, you don't want any reflective surfaces when you're shooting with giant cameras no. and, a, and a full crew who all have to wear didn't they all have to wear black, black so they wouldn't be visible yeah. <laughs> like so it wouldn't reflect colors they pulled or white it off they they yes they pulled did it off successfully at least, as far as my eye could tell, yeah, yeah I didn't, I didn't go. Oh, there's a yeah. gaffer. I was looking at like bastard. on IMDb, and it was there's just like there's one
0: scene where you can see the director's face, and I'm just like, eh, I'm sure you can, but I'm not gonna. Probably looks like a I'm, ghost.
1: Probably it's probably
0: fine. yeah. You can just 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 <laughs> chalk it up to a, that he's the the fourteenth ghost. But what's your what's your history with this movie?
1: Um, I had seen it um, probably. Pretty soon after its release, I didn't see it in the theater. Um, I think uh, my sister showed it to me, and just kind of like in the name of like this is just frothy fun. And I watched it, and it was frothy fun. I did. <laughs> I remember uh, laughing through a lot of it, and that doesn't that hasn't changed. Um, <laughs> I uh, uh, but I liked it. But the thing is, I I haven't seen it often enough. I think I've seen it this uh, 2001 version. I've probably seen it four or five times at this point, And I still get things that I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. What is What is this happening? Yeah. I mean, even like twists with the story, like I completely forgot about the twist with Kalina and, um, you know, and all that mess. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, it happened to me. The disappointment happened to me all over again. But one thing that I can you just can you d- yeah. on what you mean by disappointment? Oh, with Kalina. Oh, just being
0: disappointed with her character.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely disappointed because it feels like a betrayal. It feels like you set this character up. To you know To be, be this, this like Sigourney like, Weaver like Exactly this <laughs> Ripley in. on the sidelines <laughs> who loses her beloved and so now that you find out I mean spoilers folks now that you find out that yeah. she's actually in league with Cyrus and seems to have been the entire time, you think yeah. so did she manipulate this other fellow? What was his name? Um I don't even remember the guy's name that she was with Damon. Yeah. Did she manipulate Damon? <laughs> well, according to
0: okay, because I was watching the the Scream Factory uh, Blu-ray and they actually had an interview with the actor who played him, and oh. I thought I found that very peculiar. Like they had the the first interview was with Shannon Elizabeth, um, who even her like she's not even in the movie that much. Like like she's such no. a headlining star. <laughs> actually, sidebar: I was there. They also have like trailers and TV spots, and I found this particularly funny where they're just like. American Pie. Shannon Elizabeth is stuck in a house with Thirteen <laughs> ghosts who all want a piece of her. Like just imagine oh, that. Oh, like, <laughs> the, 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 the The trailer voice. And I just thought, like, what a ridiculous fucking TV yeah. spot. I, I like, it was hilarious. But anyway, like, that was her big kind of like claim to fame before. This is like she's of from uh, the American Pie movies. um but yeah she's barely in the movie but they had like a like an interview with her and she was just like oh yeah like reliving like going to canada to film the movie and like she'd actually didn't even know that this was a remake until like halfway through which i mean like i don't blame her because it's it's not even Mm -hmm. really um but then they had the second interview was with the actor who played uh damon and I, i forget his name it's like matthew something and it It was funny because I was so much more interested in what he had to say about the movie, even though he's in this one scene, but he just, like, Mm -hmm. he just had this energy about him that it was just, like, I wanted to, like, hear him tell stories uh, about the whole thing, but he, like, everything from his one scene at the beginning in the the junkyard, like, he had so much information about it, and just in terms of, like, working with Matthew Lillard and Murray Abraham, and then his death effect, which, like, sadly, I guess, like, it was a really good effect, but then it didn't get to be seen because... Uh, Matthew Lillard walks in front of the camera and he's like blocking it uh, oh. during that thing because it's like you gotta like highlight Matthew Lillard um, right. who's also in this movie by the way uh, FYI yes. <laughs> now, this movie has like a really solid cast and that's because mm-hmm. I mean like because you do have uh, Matthew Lillard uh, Tony Schlube, uh F. Marie Abraham, Embeth mm-hmm. Davids who I mean like uh-huh. you're just talking about like Kalina like that's that's another thing like she's She, like, just in terms of, like horror is like Army of Darkness. Uh, like, yeah. So she is um, horror movie royalty. She was also the teacher in Matilda, for anyone else who, who just outside of <laughs> <laughs> horror movie like childhood the, uh, nostalgia. Uh,
1: if, if you're familiar with Bridget Jones' Diary, she was the woman who snapped at Mark Darcy and uh, asked Bridget, isn't she in her little bunny outfit anymore? But um, Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I, I adore her. She's in, she's, I think, she's done some incredible work. I think,
0: but so what, I, what I think is the disappointment with her character in that twist is is not so much no. that she did betray everybody it, but just that she turned into this like pathetic Zubbering yeah she's just like wimp. did I do good did I do oh, good my I just God. like I, I pictured that um, that episode of Family Guy where Meg goes to prison and then she comes back and she's this hardened criminal and she's basically <laughs> running the house and she gets <laughs> she gets Peter to uh, punch Stewie and he's he's just like hit she's hit the baby punches Stewie and he's like did I do good Meg and that's just how <laughs> I <laughs> see like, Kalina just like I did everything you wanted didn't I do a good yeah. and she, like the first thing that she does is she tries to kiss him and he's <sighs> like get off of me you. Right, <laughs> worm. <laughs>
1: I just, yeah. Um, I, 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 I was disappointed because, well, also, I think I was disappointed in her character, just in the sense that, like, oh, this is what you're in the movie for, because already she came in, I think over halfway through uh the movie yeah. and it was just kind of like well what the fuck are you doing here well, they sort were of waiting
0: for they did establish that she was like preparing because at the the scene where they're driving right. to the um the mansion with the the lawyer or following the lawyer you see like it's like a montage of like everyone preparing and she's like getting her sticks of flares yes. and and her
1: <laughs> her summoning spells on on the the, the, the yes, real book yeah yeah the mm-hmm. ocularis uh, is that or is or the arcanum is it the arcanum i have no that, idea That's all it, of these words i wrote down all these words and i realized i have no context for them so i don't know what is what well this but is anyway. where the
0: movie loses me because it's and i think it's like by the time they when they do all kind of coalesce when um kalina shows up and then her and, and maggie and uh and uh, Tony Shaloub, Arthur and uh, Arthur, and, yeah. and Dennis and they all go to like hide out in the library cuz they're like this is the safe place. Yes. And then it's like it's like exposition time. And I don't think like the exposition was bad. Like it was interesting cuz I loved like they were still going through all of, all of the ghosts, but I'm just like what is the I don't understand what's going on here. Like what is the uncle's end game? We don't really they don't really elaborate on that. It's just like he's just evil for the sake of being evil. Like he wants yeah. to open this thing but it's like well, he
1: wants to rule hell, basically.
0: But they don't. But they're. It's very. Like, like <laughs> it's, 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 it's not set out very well. Like they they don't explain it because I mean like because obviously he mm. has like all the money in the world. He's got more money than God. Um, right. but <laughs> <laughs> <it's> a Samara weaving <laughs> right here. Um, but I'm just like, what is? The, the, what's the purpose of the Like, it was just all these like, Oh, the eye of God and blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, like you're throwing all these fancy words out, but like, how does it kind of weave into the story and through like, uh, watching the features and, and listening to the audio commentaries there, uh, Steve Beck, the director was very much like, you know, we wanted to make this movie about family and just sort of like have a, a mm-hmm. more of like a, like a human element to it. And just like, that's what kind of like the, 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 the story will be about in the end. Uh, so it's it's more just, like, here's the MacGuffin of just, like, the eye of God, and we're going to, uh, like, o- open up hell or, or whatever. Right. An, but, I mean, with the...
1: <laughs> but the things that I appreciate most about the movie, I think I'm, I align with you in the sense that, like, you know, all of the lore, it's it's kind of bullshit. And, and as they're talking about it, I'm just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. At least there's visual stimuli <laughs> to accompany all the exposition and just kind of, like, get all 13 ghosts straight. Because at that point, I don't think all 13 of them have manifested in a way where I can go, like, I or uh, 12, shall we say. Yeah. All 12 of them have manifested in a way where I can go, like, I know what the 12 ghosts look like. You know, (laughs) like, um, some of them you really, the first time you get a good look at them is when she's just going down the checklist of the firstborn son, the torso, the bound woman, the withered lover. Oh, (laughs) It's Arthur's line, but um, watching it with, (laughs) watching it with closed caption, he's just kind of going, God, oh God. And then, oh God god <laughs> anyway but um I, I what i what i do appreciate is um the grandiosity and i think that's what i appreciate probably any of these dark castle movies at their strongest points even the weakest fare tend to kind of like lean into this uh genre feel this this insane um uh that's the only way I can describe it. Like uh, all I can say is like well the opening title is still se- like the sounds that accompany it mm-hmm. it is Gears shifting, but you don't know that if you're watching this movie for the first time. So it actually sounds a lot more like a roller coaster. And it gets me kind of like in the mind of like a carnival at night where I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm ready to have fun. I'm ready to, you know, get scared, but not really. You know, like, but I'm ready for like, you know what, that's the perfect
0: way to describe the Dark Castle remakes. They were fun. And I don't find... I don't find like Rob Zombie's Halloween fun. I don't find the Nightmare on no. Elm Street remake fun at all. The no. the Friday the Thirteenth remake, um, it it has fun for sure. I think that that might be an exception. Yeah, but I mean, but it's not the same level of fun as these movies where like you described. Like it is like a like a carnival, and I think like no. even going back to House on Haunted Hill, the movie uh, that dark castle made that the precedes this one like you have the opening scene not that not the direct opening scene but where we're introduced to the jeffrey rush character and he sure. he runs an, an amusement park and they're going on the roller uh-huh. coaster and it's like what a wonderful way to just set up like who this guy is and what this movie is about like it's just like he's a trickster and there's going to be it you're basically in like like on a on a scary spooky ride of, yeah, of, of just like random shit, um, and,
1: and and plus the intent of the filmmaker to like deal sonically with their audience as well as visually. Like, I can really get on get on board.
0: Yeah, with that. I really feel like these movies, uh, like the Dark Castle ones, like really should be reevaluated because I feel like in two thousand and one, just like with the landscape of, of horror at the time, like they were so unforgiving of you know anything that mm. remotely that did not meet Oscar caliber. And especially Ugh. like with horror movies, it's just like no, this is awful. Unless it was something that was like high end, like like semi prestige, like The Ring, or because it was like mm-hmm. Naomi Watts or things like that. And just which I mean, like I haven't seen that movie in a while, so I don't want to say anything uh, to, to that end. But just the critics were harsh. We'll, we'll just leave it yeah. at that. And um, yeah. I actually, uh, it, it's funny that you mentioned the ghost because you you don't get to see a lot of them like there's some who are more prominent than the others um but i've heard this thrown out there before and i want to kind of like touch upon this on the podcast of just like what would you feel about if they were to ever make like a like a netflix or prime television series like a 13 episode thing and each episode kind of dedicated to each ghost of, of just like a, a backstory to build up to the, oh. the, the climax, because I, I mean, if, if people who, you know, have seen the movie, cause they don't actually go into the backstories of the ghost, but there was a special feature on the original DVD that was ported over to the Blu-ray of yeah. just the, the history of each character. Cause they actually made full fleshed out stories. Like each one of them has a name. Yeah. Actually, like yeah. I, I want to go through all of them. On here because I, I think okay. that they're so fascinating. I got to find it because it's it's listed on IMDb. But um, that okay. was all like, well, while like you're... Steve Beck. <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, while while you're while you're doing that, I can I can um, answer your query about like uh, what I want. That I, I'd be really really reticent about anything horror based that's coming from Netflix, but I would still watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, <laughs>
0: I don't any... mean Netflix, but just as an example, exactly just right. Like no, streamer, any
1: platform, yeah. any platform that I could stream. Uh, twelve episodes based on, uh, uh, or uh, I guess eleven because we need the 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 mother and the son, the great child. You and could the dire, do, yeah, you could do, you could do
0: twelve episodes because you could do it, like eleven, and you would put those two together, and then the thirteenth yeah, yeah. would be like, like whether whatever it was, if they actually are recreating the. The, the Criticos family, as it were, and then right. to, to get to the, the last episode and kind of, like, the revelation of, of Arthur's... Uh, or even
1: another family. Even, maybe they Or even all, another, like, yeah, escape. scenario. And, yeah.
0: It, it doesn't have That'd to be... be interesting. It doesn't have to... You don't have to have the the, the same mansion or, or anything like that, but just, like, the, the 13 ghosts kind of, like, thrust together into a new er- yeah. er- area just to,
1: to keep it fresh.
0: Because I, I think, like... And, the, uh,
1: go ahead. Go on, go on, go on. no, no. no 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 you're you're. (laughs) well because maybe even um because now you're making my see i love these talks because they make my imagination just start flourishing because it makes me think like and would it even have to be or okay it would be so the most interesting tack would be for me uh for them to catch some of the ghosts maybe very few from the movie but they need to fill these roles so they I, also find like somebody else to sit in for the firstborn son or for the, the, not the angry princess. I would want her to come back, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. Just to kind of want like her see like, well, who? No, I don't think that they, no, would, I don't, I don't, I no, would I wouldn't want her. Wanna, I don't want a sequel. I, I
0: like, this will be a, a remake. Again. Oh, a stand, oh, a standalone thing. But it, no, it just, like a, like a recreation of, of, but like use the same template for all these characters.
1: Oh, I see. I yeah. would watch that too, but I would, I would love it if there were some connected tissue. I would want a requel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to continue the line and not pretend like this movie doesn't exist because there's too much fun to be had with well, yeah. who potentially could be brought back? Well, who survived, or who didn't survive, who could conceivably be one of the 12 slash 13 ghosts in this yeah. new story. Like there's so many.
0: I think that like well, yeah. I think that like the what I was like how I envisioned it, it would sort of be Almost, like, lost with, like, your kind of, like, flashbacks uh, uh, strewn into the mix, like, while the the present-day action was going on. So, in that case, like, you could have the family, like, move into the house and then, like, the first episode and kind of, like, start to get a sense of, like, oh, this is so wonderful. But then sort of, like, find something and then it, it sort of, like, leaves you, like, it goes back in time. And maybe there's, like, right. three flashbacks per episode of just establishing... You know, if they start, mm. if if they're going in order of you know whatever, care the the first uh, one is the the firstborn son. But what's interesting, yeah. about, like about each one of the like they all their stories take place at varying points in time, uh, yeah. and obviously the the withered lover is the the most recent, uh, and that actually made me think like did and we might have talked about this before off pod, um, but did was her death was that fire started by cyrus
1: Cyrus. people
0: because it was because it was sort of like a thing it's like i needed to have her as to fill the role of this ghost and i needed to have my my nephew because if that is the case i mean like it's not really established in the movie but that could be a twist in the if they did a series and just and be like this is how we got the the withered lover so it was almost like he he's he's not just like evil for the sake of of, of opening this, but he's just like, there's actually now like personal stakes in it for, mm. for Arthur and the family. of just
1: like, he I actually, mean, it could be. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those reveals where it's just kind of like, Oh, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> how television personally. is though.
0: That's how television no, is. No, I know. But mm.
1: I mean, it's one of those reveals where I'm just like, well, I didn't really need that. Like, I mean, he he's still a ba- as much of an asshole if he hears that his like, long lost nephew's wife burned up in a fire <laughs> and he's bereft. And instead of calling up and offering any kind of condolences, he kidnaps the corpse <laughs> or something. Or I'm stoked. They, they and kidna- performs they didn't take whatever. Any corpse, so they just, they just like, in No, but whatever ritual needs, spirit, needs to be performed yeah. to ensnare that spirit in particular, I'm sure yeah. the body has to be somewhat involved, but who knows? Yeah. That was even that, those kinds of questions. I would prefer those to be answered. Just like, so how do you trap them and how do you know they're going to fulfill? That role for you, yeah. you know, um, that that would be really interesting because what I get from uh, from this movie from the get go uh, that that would be I don't know if if it could translate. I'd be really really happy if somebody could maybe detour a little bit and 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 but but also. I don't know, keep some kind of sense of humor in it, because the one thing that I love about, about this movie is the tongue-in-cheek quality from the get-go. The fact that Matthew Lillard and F. Murray Abraham come on screen, and I feel like I'm watching, like, the Jim Carrey <laughs> and the Tommy Lee Jones of this movie's Batman Forever, you know? Like, they're on screen, they're to performing take his together. Pills.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the pills <laughs> go flying up in the air in slow motion, like like we're in Anaconda with the the nail right. coming out of the floor, and Matthew yes. just being like,
1: uh yes. And then there is a truck full of blood and a cube, you know, mm. and we and we're just kind of like intrigue and SIREN <laughs> yes, and just, you know, all of this, you know, and then juxtapose that with like the opening credits and the idealism of this family with their, <laughs> I love you, you know, happy birthday, get the kids. And then her EKG beeping and failing and, I miss you, mom. I mean, <laughs> I didn't time it. I should have timed yeah. it. But it's like 90 seconds or so, I would imagine, of just, just the like, 360 you know, the, around this the room. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 just like a 360 in the room going from like, you know, the, this this it's wonderful. Effective. <laughs> it's effective.
0: It and that's the thing, like, because, I mean, like, we're we're now in a time where, where opening credits don't exist. Like, you get the, you get the, right. the the title of the movie sometimes you don't sure. even get it until like the end but you know mm-hmm. you that if you get anything that's the most you get and then and then movie starts And back then, I feel like they they were already starting to transition away from that. But this was, you know, I feel that you could still have your credits if you're doing it in, you know, a way that is still effective to the storytelling. And that's all you really needed in this movie. And then you also, you make everyone happy. You get the cast and it's just like, oh, there's my name and and the the writer
1: and and all that. So Right. I would argue it goes one better than just kind of like establishing the story. It really... Mm -hmm. furthers the tone like you know all that Mm -hmm. heightened reality you were witnessing in the opening sequence that's not going to stop you're going to see a bunch of people uh slouching toward basically everyone in the movie is playing a stereotype of their character it doesn't mean it's bad but it means that it's just very prominent very camp actually Mm -hmm. very you know and but so the, so, there's basically no real depth to mine or surprises in store with anybody besides Kalina. Everybody else kind of does exactly what you would expect them to do. The whole movie. Yeah. The only one who actually does surprise me is my for for my money, this movie's MVP, Matthew Lillard, because he's actually kind of singular, like with his own unique brand of mm-hmm. heightened <laughs> authenticity. Because he's obviously. Playing and having fun playing, but it's also spontaneous and personal and connected. And like when he is imploring with Arthur, get your children, get them out of this house. It is so pronounced and there's nothing, like it's very melodramatic, but it's also very earnest. That's
0: the purpose of him just being that empath Role yeah. and, and and you know like what what comes with the territory. I love that we get our yeah. our uh, traditional Matthew Lillard drool or yes. like that's just, that's that's basically his and go-to. veiny like,
1: forehead veiny forehead spit Scream. like dripping out on the floor <laughs> just like screaming eating. till your face is red and your mouth and chin are all wet that's, you're that's not matthew lillard. you're
0: not doing horror right with matthew lillard unless you have those components <laughs> anyway okay I, I have the i have the the 12 ghosts yes. of the, the, the arcana
1: arca, arcana or ar, what are we calling it I have uh, I have all this stuff. The Arcanum, yeah, okay. which I don't know what which one that is, and I also have the Ocularis Infernum. Well, what is the? I it's, think that's it's what he's the, trying to open.
0: It's the Dark Zodiac. Yeah, there you go. Because that's what, okay. Yeah. Um, so essentially, you can like you know uh, Eddie and I are, are huge astrology <laughs> nerds, and you can correlate each one of these two... The, you know the the regular zodiac signs, so you know this mm-hmm. might be a fun game, but whatever. Let us know, you know, if you're uh, watching this on YouTube or, or whatever, because I guess you can't comment. It, uh, is listening to it on as a podcast, but you know, just let us know which. Uh, yeah, we've of the, got an Instagram of the, of the twelve <laughs> ghosts. Comments. Are you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so the first the firstborn son. That's the first one, and just uh, by virtue of being the first one, that is Aries. Um, uh, uh, which makes sense because that's typically like the, the youngest or or the most, uh, immature, youthful, we
1: won't say immature, but (laughs) arrows um, (laughs) and
0: arrows. (laughs) Yeah. He is the ghost of Billy Michaels, a boy who was a fan of cowboy films. One day a neighbor found a real steel arrow in his parents' closet. He challenged Billy to a duel with Billy using a toy gun. However, this plaything was no match for the arrow and he died when the neighbor shot it through the back of his head. In death, Billy is in his cowboy suit and holding a, a tomahawk with the arrow still protruding from his head. His ghost whispers, I want to play. I don't remember hearing him whisper that, but...
1: There's a lot of whispering that goes on in this movie that is... You don't always know the source of it. And also sometimes, if you're not watching it without the... If you're not watching it with the subtitles, it might just go right over your head. The sound
0: design (laughs) is, like, it's a bit uh, intrusive. I'll say about this. Like, it's... it, yeah. It's not fun to listen like it it's there it actually I guess like physically upset a lot of people you know who who went to see it in the mm. theater. I actually I saw it in the oh. theater uh, by the way I didn't mention just the, when it first came out but I know like it, it was just like you know flashing editing like the editing is not great just in terms of of just like how how they they cut it together and especially like with with such like amazing practical effects like I think like you know it would have been nice to showcase mm. the, the the spirits a little bit more than just like absolutely psh, psh, like flashing them all over yeah. so anyway that's uh that's the firstborn son that's that's the aries um okay. so the torso. the torso the Taurus uh is he is the ghost of a gambler called jimmy the gambler gambino <laughs> he spent most of he spent most of his <laughs> days on the track making bets and Uh, brainwashed into winning one day he made a deal with a rich businessman and so sealed his fate when he bet heavily on a boxing match and lost he tried to welsh on his bet and slip out of out of town the mob and the winning boxer to whom he owed money caught up with gambino and cut him into several pieces wrapping them in cellophane and dumping the corpse into the ocean his ghost is just his torso trying to walk around on its hands while his head lies nearby screaming within the cellophane Ooh. even just like the the description of that imagery is terrifying yeah and they they actually they it was a real life paraplegic who played ah. the, the torso uh in in the movie and when they do and that. yeah and the, and this was like one of the few cases because they did use visual effects in the movie but this is one of the few cases where they had to cgi out his head uh like right. they had him wearing like a like a like a Green or blue or whatever thing over his head, and then and then took mm-hmm. that so out, and then like black, put a yeah. and put a stump, uh, yeah. Uh, where
1: <laughs> so
0: so we got the, the bound woman, the torso, the bound woman is the the Gemini of the dark zodiac. Oh. She was a cheerleader named Susan Legro, who was born privileged and had a penchant for seducing men and tossing them away. This left a <laughs> long. This left a long trail of broken hearts. When her boyfriend found her cheating, he strangled her and killed the other boy. He buried her body at the 50-yard line of the local football field. The boyfriend was convicted and sentenced to death. Before his execution, he was quoted as saying, the bitch broke my heart, so I broke her neck. Her ghost is in her prom dress, hanging suspended by the strangling implements with her arms tied behind her back. There was actually... they okay no they did mention like she was buried on the football field yeah there was a little more elaborate yeah. in the in the uh, in on the uh dvd uh where they oh. they explained like it was on the it was on prom night too like that's why like like she was oh. the prom queen and and all that so it's just <laughs> so you know <laughs> a different a different telling of of of, of the carry prom you know nightmare yeah proms
1: are <laughs> proms are apparently breeding grounds for uh trauma and um horror horror um what <laughs> totally. about totally <laughs>
0: the withered the lava withered lover? yes we uh, know who
1: she is that's gene can- we know the, her story but what is she cancer
0: uh she, she's a cancer oh. uh so, so you're, we don't need to go through her story because we know what it is because we know <laughs> it that's, okay
1: yeah yeah, yeah. the Jean, Jean prince
0: Critics. The Torn Prince is the the Leo of the group. Uh, He is the ghost of Royce Clayton, born in 1940, who was a gifted baseball star in high school, albeit with attitude issues and a superior a superiority complex. Uh, In
1: 1950. what? He's the one who's always banging the windows with his like
0: yeah. bat or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's – and yeah, okay. Uh, in 1957, he challenged a greaser named Johnny to a drag race but was killed as his car spun out of control and flipped over. Uh, the cause of the accident was a cut brake line. He was buried in a plot of earth that overlooked the baseball diamond. His ghost carries a baseball bat and in the background in his cube, his wrecked car can be seen half of his body is torn to shreds from when he was dragged under the car. Ooh. So already there there like uh with this story and even like the the story of the uh uh what's her name the the bound woman like there's yes. there's clearly like here it sounds like you know someone tampered with his his brake right. line. So it's like there's there's already like a really good flashback story to tell there of this ghost of just yeah. like you know someone like that's the thing with all these ghosts like they died more or less tragically um Mm. so their spirits are like pissed because it was like you know like a a rough death but you know you (laughs) there's it's they're they're so diverse or just in terms of like you know they're different periods of time taking place like it sounds like this was in the 50s uh i'd say the withered lover that sounds more like it you know it could have been in in the 70s Mm. um uh the, the the Torso One, like that, could have been like I don't know like the twenties or the thirties or something. So it's just like they're they're encompassing like all these different points in time of just like right. collecting these ghosts and and you know where they they come from. So that was uh, the torn the torn prince, the, torn prince. So, the the angry princess angry princess. <laughs> I mean, you should have just read these with your
1: <laughs> uh, your skills. Is and, that and, and t- it, Am I an angry princess?
0: You well, the angry princess is the Virgo. Is that you? Yes,
1: fabulous. Uh, uh, she
0: I'm so is fucked up. She is Dana <laughs> Newman, who did not believe in her own natural beauty. Abusive boyfriends mm. fueled her low self esteem, which oh. led to much unneeded plastic surgery for imagined oh. defects.
1: Oh no. <laughs> This is tragic. I'm literally feeling, I feel You're, for her anyway, yeah. but hearing her backstory is making me really sad. Keep going.
0: Eventually, she got a job working for a plastic surgeon, getting paid in treatments rather than cash. Alone at the clinic one night, she tried to perform surgery on herself, but wound up blinding herself in one eye and permanently mutilating herself beyond saving. Oh. She committed suicide in the bathtub by slashing her body repeatedly with a butcher knife. Oh. Um which I think is a kitchen knife because that's what we see her holding, but okay. Uh, (laughs) When she was found, people noted uh, that she was as beautiful in death as she had been in life. Her ghost is naked, still carrying the knife she killed herself with and showing all the wounds and the inside walls of her cube are splattered with her blood. In her bathroom scene, Mm -hmm. the phrase, I'm sorry, is visible on the floor in blood. Subtitles also reveal... That the blurred hissing speech that announces her arrival is her whispering, I'm sorry. This was written yeah. on her suicide note. When her cube opens, she advances towards Ben Moss, who backs up into an open doorway to get away from her and is killed when it snaps shut on him. I don't know why that was included in there. We'll we'll get to we'll talk about that
1: after we're. Getting, mm-hmm. you get there. Cause there's, there's yeah, how dare you laugh at my sister Virgo's pain? And <laughs> I'm not laughing at her pain. I was laughing at the. the I know the the, 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 ben the Moss. Fate of Ben Moss. Yeah, right, um, Mr. Trustworthy. So that's um, Virgo. Next is the Pilgrimage. Also,
0: what what I, I'd say that the the story of of Dana Newman that that sounds about like 90s, 80s, or 90s, maybe.
1: If we're if we're making what well, with, with all the surgery and the fact that yeah. like, she's at a, in a state where she can like get them repeatedly all over her body and yeah. still live like she didn't die in the surge on the surgeon's yeah. table so yeah that, that makes me think it must be advanced enough that it was very recent yeah she has a very contemporary look too you
0: yeah know. yeah totally uh, so the Pilgrimus, uh Libra yeah. Uh, She is the ghost of Isabella Smith, an English woman who traveled across the Atlantic and settled in New England during colonial times. She was an outsider Mm. to the town she moved into, and this isolated her from the other townsfolk. She was found guilty of witchcraft after livestock began to die mysteriously. When she Mm. emerged from a burning barn completely unharmed, she was sentenced to the stocks with no food or drink until she died. As a ghost, she is still locked into her stocks. Yes. So so it's probably Clearly. like sixteen hundreds. Uh if, if it was sure. uh, in, in those times, yeah. Um and then eight and nine, so this is mm-hmm. Scorpio and Sagittarius, the great, the great child. child and the dire mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, can exactly okay candy man? Um <laughs> with the great the great child being uh the Scorpio and the Dire Mother being the Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the great child, by the way. <laughs>
1: yes, you are. They, are. they
0: are the ghosts of Margaret and Harold Shelburne. She was an attraction in a carnival due to her being only three feet tall. She was raped by the tall man, another carnival Look. Huh? Her son, Harold, the great child, was born as a result of that rape. He eventually weighed over 300 pounds. Uh, Harold, spoiled, was raised as his mother's protector and kept a childlike mindset to the point that he wore diapers his entire life. One day, some of the carnival employees decided to play a little practical joke on Harold and kidnapped his mother. Enraged, he set out to look for her, but when he caught up with the culprits, he found that his mother had accidentally suffocated to death in the bag that she was kept in. Harold killed the kidnappers with an axe, keeping their remains and displaying them for paying customers. Later, when the owner of the carnival found out what Harold had done, he ordered a mob of people to tear Harold apart. Their ghosts are always together and Harold still wields the axe and wears a bib stained with food that his mother has spoon-fed to him. Um, uh, and it also says an alternate version of the story is told in the dvd commentary it was said that their deaths were caused by the great child rolling over on the dire mother while asleep uh, thus suffocating her uh then him starving to death i think that the the that the the original or like the first <laughs> one of him going on the killing spree that at least that sounds more in line with uh what i would expect from uh a scorpio <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the the
0: vengeance aspect of it. Um, From
1: the source. Rather From than just being directly. like, I'm
0: just going to roll over on my mother and kill
1: her. <laughs> <laughs> and plus mind- that, mindlessly. Yeah, yeah, plus that doesn't make for a
0: good backstory of just like if you were to nah. do an episode of, of of those ghosts and just being like, well, here they are. And then one night he rolled over on her and then yeah. at the end,
1: yeah. I mean, it is tragic, <laughs> but it's also just kind of like, Oh, like anticlimactic, you know, like if it happened, you'd just be like, oh, that's too bad. And then you just have like, oh, God, then it just be like. I don't know, American Horror Story Freak Show, where he, we just have to spend the rest of the episode like following him around motherless and just watching him starve. Oh, my God. Yeah, mm. th- I don't want Ryan Murphy to produce this series if it happens. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Brad Fultrick and Ryan Murphy need to stay away because they love torturing characters they make me care about, and I don't like it. I get tired after a while. <laughs> anyway, moving on. The Hammer. Capricorn. He is the ghost of
0: an African-American blacksmith, George Markley, who lived in a small town in the 1890s. He was wrongfully accused of stealing by a white man from his town and, when threatened with exile, refused to leave town. A gang led by his accuser hung his wife and children and burned their bodies. In revenge, George used his sledgehammer to beat the culprits to death. He was then subjected to a cruel form of frontier justice by the town's folk, being chased to a tree and executed by having railroad spikes driven into his body with his own sledgehammer. As a final touch, they cut off his hand and attached the sledgehammer handle and all to the hand that was cut off. His ghost is seen with the railroad spikes protruding from his body and a sledgehammer left
1: uh or for a left hand.
0: Very evocative sense, of uh baby. Candyman, oh, candy man. yeah.
1: Yeah, but also uh, makes a lot of sense why he'd be enraged at the mere, like, presence of, like, uh, a bunch of white people in that house. Well, I Mostly mean... white people. The, yeah,
0: because the main family, they're, um... They're, like... Greek? All, I don't know, well, because in the... Like, all of the actors, like, the the leads... Are yeah. Arab American um, mm. is what it says on on uh, IMDb here. So Tony Shalhoub, Shannon Elizabeth, and, and F. Marie Abraham. Um, okay. So, Criticals. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it sounds it sounds Greek, but I mean, like, yeah. oh wow, like how progressive of them at, at, at the time to to have like a. a predominantly not white uh, <laughs> cast for a horror movie and then and then their their black nanny um, who survives right. by the way like they're already like breaking the rules of and quits of <laughs> that's <laughs> Qu- one of my favorite and moments. she don't do she don't do windows <laughs> no yeah yeah <laughs> uh,
1: but like I by by the end of the movie I'm just like that's why you're in this movie because yeah. this moment is I
0: was glad yes. that she survived. I, uh, just, so just was to, I so was I to 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 get away from this for a second. Yeah like I I'm, in fact like all of the family like i'm good i mean it it would have been nice for uh for rafkin to not die but i at the same time it's like it was almost like he had to uh and i have more to say about that we'll we'll get through the the last two here yes and, and then we'll get to to dennis rafkin's fate in the movie um, but next um, the jackal the aquarius <laughs> the
1: aquarius wow he, he is the ghost wow. of wow Wy- no i'm just anyway go on sorry oh, <laughs> i'm <okay>. just reeling <laughs> he is the ghost of ryan
0: Kuhn, ryan khan uh who was born kuhn? In,
1: how's it spelled k-u-h-n that's kune kune in my ex- in my experience k-u-h-n, kuhn is kune kune uh Cune. Okay.
0: Yeah. I was thinking like when like cool, when I like, kill cool. uh Ryan kill. Cune, <laughs> who was born in eighteen eighty seven to a prostitute. Ryan had an insatiable lust for women, rape, and murdering prostitutes. Wanting to be cured, he committed himself to Borhamwood Asylum, but after attacking a nurse, he was put in a straitjacket and thrown in a padded room. After years of this imprisonment, he went completely insane, scratching at the walls so violently that his fingernails were torn completely off. The doctors kept him permanently bound in his straitjacket, uh, tying it tighter when he acted out, causing his limbs to contort horribly. Still fighting to free himself, Ryan nodged through the jacket until the doctors finally locked his head in a metal cage and sealed him away in the dark basement cell. There he grew to hate any kind of human contact, screaming madly and cowering whenever approached. When a fire broke out in the asylum, everyone but Ryan escaped. He chose to stay behind and face the fire. As a ghost, his arms are free from his jacket and the bars of his cage are ripped outwards, showing that he may have escaped his bindings again sometime before the fire started and that his cage may have heated up enough to where he could have ripped it open before the fire consumed him.
1: Okay. Yeah. Can I just say that the character in and of itself is one of the most successful of the movie because I already find him to be probably the most memorable out of all of them because he's someone I never forget. Mm -hmm. I remember that's one of the things I walked away from the movie the first time Mm -hmm. I saw it was just, oh, the jackal. But also just okay now that I'm hearing his backstory mm-hmm. <laughs> he is not just horrific and scary. he is disgusting <laughs> and mm-hmm. oh beyond like any kind of uh, I, I, there, there will be no sympathy for the jackal never. No, no sympathy for you sir. I
0: mean he does he
1: wanted to um, be cured.
0: he committed himself. So he had he had an understanding of of what he was doing he 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 turned himself in uh, well good for him i think that there's 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 redemption in there some somehow uh um, i ugh, i'm disgusted <laughs> but it's okay. he is the most terrifying like i, I admit he's the most iconic and right. the most terrifying like that first moment as uh shannon elizabeth what's kathy uh is like putting on the glasses kathy! yeah she's putting yeah. on the glasses and you see him just through the lens the first time like that is freaked me out and they actually didn't yes. use that in the trailer in the original trainer uh trailer it was the pilgrimess who appears mm. uh, in the glasses when she does that so maybe they they were just trying to keep the reveal a Good secret for, for yeah just showing yeah. showing uh false imagery in the trailer I like that. Um, Me too. So anyway, yeah. He, um, and even there's a, a line that uh, Matthew Lillard has in the movie where he's just like, oh, the, the jackal's out. And it's just like he's the mm-hmm. – I forget the line exactly, but it's just like basically he's the worst one. Like if if, if the kid's right. down here alone, like he doesn't stand a chance against the jackal. Yeah, right, right. Um, right. <laughs> and, and then the last – The juggernaut. The, 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 <laughs> pi- the Pisces – um, yes. He is the ghost of a serial killer named Horace Breaker Mahoney. Uh, standing seven feet tall, he was of such a grotesque height and appearance that's that's rude uh that everyone ostracized him as a child his mother abandoned him at birth so his father raised him putting him to work in the junkyard crushing old cars after his father died horace was left on his own and soon went mad he would pick up female hitchhikers and drive them back to his junkyard then tear them apart with his bare hands (sighs) and feed them to his dogs One day he picked up an undercover female police officer who called for backup uh, for a SWAT team to surround the junkyard. Since close combat was impossible, the police instead uh, struck the yard and arrested the giant. However, Horace broke free from his cuffs and three officers lost their lives. Quickly, five SWAT officers took out their guns and brought Horace down in a hail of bullets. When he finally went down, they shot an extra round into him just to be safe. His ghost still shows bullet holes all over his clothing and the wounds or and the wound that finished him. Um that is very evocative of the opening of Jason Goes to Hell. I just like thinking like undercover, <laughs> undercover FBI. Like you know, they they set a trap of just like this the innocent like female hitchhiker, just like yeah, I'll get a ride. Right. <laughs> and they're like right. yeah, I'm FBI. <laughs> yeah. They well, should have blown say, like, him up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, who knows? Maybe they did, but um, yeah. th- eventually. But no, he. This is the thing. He's one of the least memorable ones for me. It made me sad that he was the one that they were trying to catch. I mean, obviously they were, I guess they were trying to catch them in order or whatever. But the fact that they were trying to catch him in the beginning and that he was featured so little throughout the rest of the movie was kind of sad for me. But the thing that I think makes me the saddest about this movie is the fact that on the face of it, every one of these ghosts seemed to have Actually, I'm going to go against what I said about all the living characters um, or the characters who we see alive at some point Mm -hmm. um, about them like having no depth to mine. The ghosts as characters seem to have like uh, boundless depths to mine Mm -hmm. and uh, endless Mm. opportunities to interest us and to thusly terrify us. And, um, or even just entertain us with their, with their backstory. Like, I get nothing but enrichment from hearing you read these descriptions, and I can't help but think the movie is barely, what, 90 minutes long? So... Mm -hmm. I would have, usually I want them to shave like a good 10 or 15 minutes off a movie because of too much whatever exposition or, you know, too much suspense building that isn't done successfully. This one, if we could have just spent an extra 10 minutes or so, just kind of like, not even, okay, not even necessarily giving exposition to these ghosts so much as giving each one of them kind of like an opportunity to really take the stage and display how they disturb the air differently than mm. the other ghosts. Because one thing I will yeah. say about them, a lot of them have a very similar kind of,
2: ah, ooh, ah, ooh,
1: you know, and then <laughs> just jump cut to, yeah, I'm not here. no, I'm here. And now, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah, it would have been nice to have, have stylistically and si- cinematically just like yeah. a little bit more to discern them from each other. I think it only would have, Helped the movie, and yeah. I like the movie, but I I, I would think I could have the ghost. The, that was the they, they the
0: strength of through. the movie, um, yes, and it sh- and it
1: shows through. But it's just
0: like that would have been something like that they, um, you know, I don't want to say that anything should have been, been done any differently, other than maybe, um, <laughs> they could have done it like like redrafted it uh, another time or two, yeah. just to, just to make the the story and the characters a little bit tighter, but and also just like remove the uh annoying sound design and uh, and flashy editing um, that you know <laughs> might cause uh, an, uh someone to have an uh, epileptic a seizure, seizure. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, everything you said, like that, that's why I think that this would work so fantastically as a show because yeah. you have the opportunity to go back and establish each one of these characters and what they mean yeah. to the lore of the Arcanan, uh, Ar- Arcanum, Arcanum, yeah, or Ar- Arcanum. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um, and then obviously the Thirteenth Ghost, as we find out in. Uh, in the movie is arthur or like his sacrifice mm. like it, it's like a human sacrifice that's needed but i mean like he doesn't die so i think it was just like it was just like an act of love like that's what it was which i mean like thematically like you could still work that into the movie i just thought that it was it was kind of it was very rushed like just the way that they handled it in, in just in terms of the story Oh, I don't think by it was. I don't think point, it was ineffective. I out. Yeah, I don't think it was ineffective <laughs> because everything that was going on, like you have the ghost all standing around in that in
1: the circle. Um, yeah, that the, was pretty cool.
0: Turning around, like this is like this looks awesome. Like I love everything about that.
1: But also the fact that like his children, and, and I use the term loosely. I don't know how old Shannon Elizabeth, Kathy is supposed yeah. to be, but the fact that Kathy and uh, what's his name is it Bobby, Dennis? Bobby, who oh, Dennis, yeah. Dennis's Bobby's world. I um, just like. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that like Kathy and, and Bobby are like sitting there like hunched underneath all these like spears and everything it, it 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 is very kind of like it, it creates visual interest for sure yeah. but the fact that they are it's still in keeping with this kind of like saccharine family quality they have just kind of like daddy please daddy help us daddy play I mean,
2: Yeah
1: it's I mean and also the way they set up now that we're talking about Bobby for the first time mm-hmm. I I I I really eat up the fact that they don't do anything to mask his speech impediment, he may even be playing it up. There's just lines like "Leave me alone, you guys! I'm recording." And my favorite: "Our mom got boned in a file, <laughs> boned to death in a file." But <laughs> and it's so, it's so manipulative. It's so evocative of just kind of like child stars, especially for me in the 90s, when, you know, I don't know, when commercialism was really just kind of like, hey, it's a movie. It's about a kid and he's spunky. He's got a speech impediment. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's who I think Bobby is. But I think he's also like a comment on that character. Like he is that little boy in that idealistic family that is now crushed. At yeah. the loss of, you know, his 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 mother and the, the, the maternal figure of the family. And um, it, it really just fits in alignment with everything the Criticos yeah. are about.
0: Well, the I like kids, that. I mean, like, they're, th- that's basically all. They just have to be there to drive Arthur to, to do what he needs to do. Because, like, they're, right. I mean, they don't really add anything to it. Like, um... Kathy like no no knock at, at Shannon Elizabeth but all she really does in the movie is she's just like wow this house is awesome <laughs> and she's like splashing water on her face it's just like because that's what you it's do it's just like water like yeah. this house look at every, like, look at this water this is expensive water This like Evian coming out of the taps <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna splash it on my all face I could-
1: all I could think is because their bills are so, you know, such, such an issue. And because, you know, like money, even though they can obviously afford Maggie, I, d- I still don't understand.
0: Yeah. That, what is but, she? Okay. What, and they don't even need her. Like, what is
1: she doing? She's like, she I sits know.
0: there. She's, she's not making <laughs> breakfast. She's got like rollers in her hair. And uh-huh. Kathy's she's doing teaching Bobby
1: cookies. how to curse.
0: <laughs> and she's yeah and she, yeah just being like oh I and kathy's page. making yeah. breakfast yeah yeah so just like what like why do you need her right now i mean like i guess i guess maybe she's like the the au pair like she specifically takes care of bobby but then in that regard like what's all these the toys lying around and the scooter yeah. that was another holdover from the original because i uh, uh something i noticed is that the the boy buck in that uh <laughs> the son he was uh always um uh on roller skates in the house huh. and they were like don't ride your roller skates in so it's just like now they've upgraded it to a scooter for right, right, right. for Bobby.
1: <laughs> but also maybe it's supposed to, I mean, again, I'm like, I'm mining depths that probably aren't there, but maybe if we're going to go there with like character motivation and everything, maybe it was Arthur's way to try and like fill like some kind of gap that he felt with his wife's absence. It's just, let me just need an, a, an older woman, you know, just a, another woman in the house yeah. and we'll hire this woman, Maggie. She seems like she'll be great. She'll bring some spirit and some life yeah. to the house and then she's just sitting there eating breakfast <laughs> with all of them just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> but um she but has I'm some I'm of the best lines
0: in the movie that i love when uh she <laughs> says when when they're like what's going on here and she's just like did the lawyer split you're right <laughs>
1: <laughs> i also love the raw, raw digga default yeah Rod yeah, i love her
0: she, she this was i'm like one yeah. of her first and last Movie rules. like she's, uh, she's a she's a musical artist. I guess she was just like, yes. yeah, it's not for
1: me. Uh, it, it's just in terms mm-hmm.
0: of uh, of because uh, she did the
1: song at the end mm-hmm. of the at the end credits, right? That runs yeah. during the end credits. Yeah, it sounded like her. And um, but one thing I love is that uh, Maggie's kind of default reaction to anything remotely emotional, uh, uh, in in a revealing kind of sense is you always see her in the background of the shots, just cupping her face, just you know, just covering. We're yeah. like, oh. This is emotional.
0: But uh, <laughs> and really, like Maggie's the one that kind of saves the day because if it wasn't she for totally her, she totally is uh, messing up with the with her turntable spells. skills. Yeah,
1: hearing you do that is the highlight yeah. of my day. <laughs> she's the she's the Ripley of uh, <laughs> Thirteen Goats. right? <laughs> She really is. Yeah, she really is. But oh, but also like uh, to piggyback on what you were saying about Kathy, you're absolutely right. I I feel like she did everything around her new her new chosen room, but spin around and sing a song. You know, like <laughs> yeah. It's and it's funny to me because I feel like um, again they were <laughs> set up with this very idealistic kind of life, and even though their lives took a pendulous turn <laughs> from th- this. Idealism of like grinning American family to like this tense dysfunction of real life America. They all seem all of them actually. Even in the trip over, like Arthur looks over at at Matt, at, not Maggie, at um um Kathy. And he's just kind of like, I feel like this could really. You know, change things for us, don't you? No, I think, like, oh says, gosh, I think he says. I think his line is like. It looks like, like
0: things are starting to get better. It was almost like there was
1: an inflection, right, it was right, like a question right. mark, and it's like
0: <laughs> you this morning. You literally had like all this debt, and <laughs> and you had you spilt coffee on yourself, and you were yelling at your kids, and it was just like yes. things are starting. It was like it's almost like this is too good to be true. But he's just like, it seems like things are getting better. It was just yeah, like the, they're was all just too eager, doing to it in like a Ross Geller right. voice there. Right. <laughs>
1: They're just—they're so anxious to just jump right back into this like blissful glee. Um, Like the house has already solved all their problems before they've ever even seen it. Which is totally—that's such a—that's such a human
0: (laughs) uh, like emotion and reaction to have to this this scenario. It's—it's like it is too good to be true, but they like they want it to. To be good. And that's why like the, the enthusiasm it, yeah. at the beginning when he's just like, we're moving in. And he and he's like, I didn't want to say this in front of the kids, but like, i i d I can't afford the taxes on this place. And and so it's like right. he was being realistic. I think like if there's anything that like annoys me about the like the character of Arthur, uh uh-huh. it's just like his skepticism after like shit has already happened, like you've literally seen your mm-hmm. daughter get pulled down a hall by an invisible force and like her like shirt and bra like yes. clawed open yes. that that he's just like and she's lifted this is crazy the air. yeah this is crazy talk <laughs> and he's just like i don't believe like and just like what is it gonna take other than now the jackal coming in like scratching your back for you to yeah. to believe that what's going on like that's the thing like i mean obviously like i personally believe in weird shit But I mean, even even if I wasn't, even if there's something in in life that I didn't believe in and someone was just like, I need you to at least like entertain the idea. I'd be like, "Okay, like, let me let me at least understand, like hear your point and try to get on your wavelength of what you're saying just so I can at least have a little bit more information for whatever. Even if I don't believe you um, that I at Mm -hmm. least need to understand you to navigate the situation if I'm still with you in this house. And I feel like he's right. just so, like, he's just poo-poos everything. He's just like, I just want to find my kids and get out of here. And it's just like, well, how, like, everything's locked up. Like, these people clearly yeah. know more about the situation than you do. Like, maybe at least try to understand. And I think it, it's, they kind of play that out a little bit longer than they
1: needed to. Right. Yeah. And I think another thing that gets played out. I mean, it, a lot of it was happening to the point where all mm-hmm. of a sudden something new happened and I was like, oh, this is the most interesting thing to happen in a while. It was all the, the – just the shifting of the doors. Like, yes, it is cool. But the fact that we – I don't know how much screen time we spend just kind of watching them maneuver around these doors. And it's yeah. – it's, it's like it Hogwarts is. in there just like it's always moving. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But again and again like if I if, if I got a little bit more variation in the way these spirits disturb the air then it would be you know, it would be interesting to be like, oh, what is, what's going to happen now? What like what kind of yeah. how are th- how is this one going to try to kill you? It's not just going to be like the same old kind of like <laughs> stop. You know, I mean,
0: I like that they established that there is the the Latin written on the wall, like on the glass and then on the yes. floors as well, because yeah. that at least established like they actually like set rules uh, to the filmmakers and the storytellers of just like how these ghosts operated, because the ghosts like it. I mean, first of all, they're all corporeal. They can, you know, they're not, It's not oh, like they're totally. they're putting a hand and it's going through you. They're actually like yeah. physically present, um, but also like you know but they can't invisible. go through walls. Yeah, they can't go through yeah. walls. Um, so it's like the ghosts in this in this universe, like that's how they operate. So I did find it funny that like all of these ghosts are kind of like stuck in the basement but the the angry princess like gets out and then all of a sudden she's already upstairs but i guess maybe that's because she was the first one to get released that she was able to go upstairs before any of the uh like the
1: the the stuff
0: or like the walls and and, and shifting yeah Yeah, once
1: ben moss was out of uh the running she was free to kind of like move about the house as she pleased but um even like after uh, Kalina's bogus uh, introduction of the idea of the sacrifice of the broken heart and everything, one of the, th- the most interesting thing to happen to me for a while was Dennis's offer to help uh, find out if Arthur's kids are still alive. Um, I don't know. It Again, it's, it's a character that I feel needed to be played by Matthew Lillard because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we got, Last when we needed them, we felt empathy for him when we needed it, and we also understand any impulse he feels and wants to follow up on, and any reticence, like any 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 kind of hesitation he feels. I trust, yeah. But you know but what? The I'm fact just that he's willing to make that personal choice, I really appreciate it
0: because, but. like, he it's almost like like you. Any contact he has with people, like, cause he, he tries to touch, yeah. uh, Cyrus at the bee and he's like, don't, do you be getting any ideas or something? And it's, and when, uh, when Arthur touches him, he's like, don't touch me. Cause it's like, I can, you know, feel your, your history. And there's even a, a, yeah. a point when, when he's like pretending to be the power guy and the, the lawyer is just like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, don't oh, oh, hands, like, don't touch me. Yeah. But it's just like <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, he already had like w- weird vibes from Kalina um mm, so it's like maybe mm. her her shift or like her turn uh could have been um at least uh clue to us uh, you know a little bit early I, you know i don't think they did a good enough job because he he was still sort of uh, uh cyrus's lackey at that point and he's just like oh yeah. yeah i'm gonna like fuck you guys you're coming here to you're like the pita of uh of her, <laughs> for for human spirits for gr- Right, right, Greenpeace right. or whatever he he said. Um, but yeah, like he he, and even when Kalina showed up, just like what's she doing here? And it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we should have paid more attention to what uh, what Rafkin was was feeling about her, uh, the people around him. Yeah, um, maybe I wanted to. Well, okay, let's talk about the lawyer for, Ben Moss. for a minute here, Jesus, um, because that. Okay, I, you know a lot of people like they talk about Ghost Ship, uh, mm. and I feel like the only time I ever hear any like positive thing about Ghost Ship is the opening scene. Yeah, which I mean, it, it's a it's a great opening scene. I don't know if it's yeah. like out of like all the Dark Castle movies, is like my favorite opening scene. Um, mm. I just think that it's like it's so much better than the rest of the movie that it's it like is. it's like okay, but um, <laughs> I don't know, like it, I lean more towards this because it's a very similar death of just getting sliced in half with the with the doors Sure. that Mm. i you know i'm i'm like i would probably rather watch if i had to like go back and i'm just like i have one scene i could watch the the death on the like the the ship or like all the people or the scene with um Uh, ben moss and i would choose the ben Mm. moss one because i like that's actually like it's frightening it's still very visually well done whereas the ghost ship one like i find that kind of funny actually with all the people like getting split in half (laughs) and then (laughs) and then crawling around looking for the other half of their body i mean it's good it's like it's really well done but i just like just in terms of like the 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 tone of the movie i don't think it fit whereas like everything that's happening here with the lawyer uh stealing and like and being like oh I'm sorry because it was almost like a thing like he was mocking her
1: five yes. seconds earlier
0: and then it's just like that's what you get and it's like she didn't actually kill him she was just like advancing on him threateningly
1: uh-huh. I don't we don't yeah, even know if yeah. she was going to but um, I, I don't know either but I love the fact that it feels uh pitch perfect as yeah. far as like Um, because, uh, I did feel everything I think the movie wanted me to feel about that character in particular. I already, I mean, from the get go, they've cast it well because the second they open that door, I don't trust this man. No, he's, (laughs) he, he looks very untrustworthy. And the fact, also the fact that like he, uh, chooses to antagonize, uh, Dennis, so uh, early on when he finally like discloses like you know, who he really is and everything like mm-hmm. that and that the way he's talking about him, I'm like, I don't like people who talk about other people that way, even yeah. if they are just trying to cover their ass. But I think you really believe things like that about people, too. And then the the, the final uh, uh, nail in the coffin for me, aside from all of the the two facedness and everything like that, even more so than that is the lack of respect. For the ghosts yeah. The fact that he's like Walking past them Like they're I mean I've seen people Do this in zoos And like exhibits And things like that Where they think Because something is Encased <laughs> or trapped Or whatever That they can uh, Make fun of it And they can taunt it Even if they're not Like tapping the glass Or whatever But it, but just I don't know A lack of, uh, of respect It bothers me yeah. And I, I I could never walk Through that basement <laughs> no. Without almost Dobbing And just kind of like Going peace be with you you know <laughs> I mean, it's almost it's like blood.
0: walking down the, the the cell block of like silence of the lambs <laughs> like we're gonna right <laughs> all these people exactly like, yeah um, I, I yeah, just liked how he was I just liked how he was kind of like oh shit like the tables have turned he's like you know I was only kidding sort of thing like oh. you know almost like this this like pleading for uh, forgiveness sort of thing and just like the just the mm-hmm. the sheer um, like kismet of it I don't like yeah you may as well have it 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 was it was all meant to be he he
1: deserved that um yeah it couldn't have been better if he would have just put his hands up and go like no i'm gay i'm gay i mean if it helps and then then she does like she does like a head tilt and just like yeah she does a head (laughs) (laughs) tilt. that would be great i would i would really appreciate that um also bobby pisses me off because he didn't listen to his mom he heard his mom's voice and she was telling yeah. him not to go down there. Well there I mean, there like anyway. to be fair, there's a lot of there's a lot of
0: voices that are being spoken and they're all whispering. So I would know I think my he was mother's more, voice. But he was more so like it was just like mom, like is that you like just trying to you know, mm. like the then the natural inclination of, of a child of that age. Like they're gonna follow the voice and just be like, What what's going on? Like, what are you trying to say? Like I know I would. I probably if still do that. Like... I would probably still do that at this age. So Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it... he's old enough to record with his radio, then he's old enough to mind his mother. But um anyway, oh, I'm now God. I'm just making fun of his speech impediment. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to um
0: point on. <laughs> I just I thought of and I I couldn't see it any other way. Um why did why did Dennis have to sacrifice himself i was getting like flashbacks of titanic of of uh rose sitting on that door of just like (laughs) there's was uh, more than enough room for both of him and arthur to stand behind that glass and he was just kind of like no no you stand here i'll be okay and it's just because it
1: was foretold it was foretold he he couldn't escape he couldn't escape his fate he had a uh uh a vision okay, regardless, of.
0: regardless, regardless
1: <laughs> it's he there was enough he can't escape his own demise, so he chose to move Embrace into it. his fate to yeah. step into it as, yeah. opposed to, as opposed to fighting. I still think that there is maybe, maybe there was more an, dire consequences can come. Sorry, yeah,
0: I think that there is <laughs> enough room for them, just as I think there was enough room for Jack <laughs> to be on that door with Rose. But, um, I, uh, will, I will point out that I because, um, this movie does hit like a lot of the same beats that house on haunted hill does mm-hmm. uh just in because ter- like the lawyer disappears and it's just like Where'd the lawyer go? And then we see him going downstairs. Mm-hmm. And that was the same thing in House on Haunted Hill with with Bridget Wilson's character. And they're like, Where's the where's the TV host or whatever? And then she's like down, right. like creeping down into the basement. And then this this <laughs> like um um Matthew Lillard is to this movie, what Chris Kattan was to the House on Haunted Hill, of just being like the neurotic person who knows what's going right, on right. and nobody will listen to him. And then he <laughs> he comes back as a ghost at the end and saves the day, or just like offers some like some parting wisdom uh as uh as matthew lillard does in this movie
1: um but uh i don't know i actually one line that may actually made me laugh my ass off and it shouldn't have it's really mean yeah (laughs) but just the fact that like when cyrus cyrus's ghost is talking to arthur And he's just like, that's why I chose you, nephew. You and your pathetic family. (laughs) It's so mean, but I just thought, like, I know it was like almost Disney villainy. It was like, I'm not just going to kill your children, I'm going to call them pathetic to your face as I kill them. He, I I mean, that's uh, like, okay,
0: like, that's how you should make a Disney villain in a horror movie, not like John (laughs) Boyd playing Saron and Anaconda. You can believe me. About him, you
1: can believe it. But, yeah, <laughs> but we're still talking about him. So you know, I mean, yeah. but no, I. He, I but he's I, one of
0: like the lower tier villains. Like uh, Uncle Cyrus would be <laughs> like way up there. He he he'd be like you know with the, with the ranks of Jafar and
1: and right. All of them. Yeah, but I do have to say I will never forget that John Voight was in Anaconda, and I already I love F Murray Abraham. A- Amadeus is one of my top ten movies of all time, but. Um, I forgot that F Murray Abraham was even in this. So when he when it happened, but again, um, I loved his little will with his little kind of Ouija board background. (laughs) It looked like a screensaver that he was doing his video with. Do you remember that? (laughs) Do you
0: remember the computer game Mist? No, it's like it was was like an adventure, like point and click thing, and there's puzzles, and and you go to like you warp to all these things, and there's like books and stuff, and and it just had this very like opulent look to it, and that's like that actually reminded me. Of uh or like watching the movie reminded me of of Miss because there's like all this stuff with which just like, this is my life's work because they'd have like th- these people show up and like they'd open books, and there'd be like a video of them in the book. Oh. Um, and it was just like, and they were they were all like pretending to be good and virtuous and there was like there was like fortunes for you but of course they were all evil and uh we're gonna right. fuck you <laughs> over in the end uh but it's just like even the house no, it, uh, it, it, it feels like that environment of just like moving through this house and sure. just like i'm gonna go click on this area here and and go see what what's up there but um i don't i mean oh, like no, i'm sad that i missed <clears throat> missed missed <laughs> um yeah very 90s game like you know computer yeah yeah um time. Yeah, I I I wouldn't forget that F Murray Abraham is, was in this. And and I guess like this is not his typical caliber of movie that he would do. No. And I remember like hearing on the uh the commentary tracks they're just like, yeah, like he knew what the material was. I think it was just like yeah. he needed the money, but it was just like I'm going to just make the most of this. Like I'm going to have fun with this role. And yeah, totally. you know, you, you know, you feel that like, you know, everyone was professional. Uh, on this, just in terms mm-hmm. of like of the actors and, and I'm sure the the crew as well.
1: So yeah, yeah. And I really appreciate uh, just the way they wrap things up. The fact that like I actually I, I I didn't mind. I mean I I don't want Dennis to to expire, but the fact that it was manifest before him, I'm like, well then there's your fate. So what, the fact that he gets to come back as a ghost and give his final nudge is he maybe to the thirteenth ghost? Maybe see this is the thing I think it's open to interpretation. Like, message us yeah. with who you think the thirteenth ghost is, if you're listening. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but I I just had it's a question. Definitely not Colina. No.
0: Okay, <laughs> hey, what's your what's your question? We'll talk about her her her. Demise. Yeah, no. The
1: question just that scrolled uh, across my head uh, as Dennis was giving Arthur that final nudge, just kind of like leaning uh kind of like that cop around the corner you know oh uh, well back in the old days not anymore but i mean you know just like that you know that that you know that with just standing there like leaning against his you know well, up, he, like and he was like cleaning his glasses and,
0: or, or something like yeah like yeah. he was
1: on his beat just kind of like keeping an eye out making sure things all happened the way they needed to me and everything mm-hmm. and i just thought is anyone more lovable than matthew lillard I don't think so. In that moment I couldn't think of anybody. And I just thought he that's just something he brings yeah. onto the Gosh,
0: maybe like they me. should bring
1: back Stu, you know. <laughs> or bring back dennis in this one making the 13th ghost in the netflix series (laughs) you know or whatever but um (laughs) i also appreciated the fact that mom gets to be pretty again and of course i love that maggie quits very vocally and that that's
0: i mean i don't i i don't believe that she does (laughs) quit i mean she she just quits like that night but they probably there's a there you know if you stayed around after the credits they'd probably like all go out onto the front lawn as soon as they figure out how to get off of that like center thing in like the middle yeah, of that, that big thing. hole because yeah. um, she is
1: gonna have to help them get yeah, off that yeah yeah she
0: can't just She's leave but i can just see her, her like sitting out on the front lawn and and just being like like come on maggie we we you can't quit now like, we have to go home. We still got bills. They didn't make any money here. Like, the house got no unless there's like some insurance thing. But I, I can't see that working out for them because it was like the house that exploded itself. But
1: um Well, Arthur can write a best selling book. You know, an account of what happened. Sure. And they they have the records, like whatever wasn't demolished in the explosion. Yeah. Like,
0: that will be the records. That will be the 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 Netflix series. It'll be like uh, Arthur is now—he's <laughs> written a book about this, and, and they're
1: adapting it into uh, a series. <laughs> yeah, How meta! I'd watch that. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounds very Stephen King. Actually, yeah. get him on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh.
0: Um, I did want to—I I did want to jump back to Kalina for a second there, because actually, there's there Go is one part of I mean most a lot of the the things that are annoying are you know come with her character just the reveal but I especially hated her demise and not so much just because of like I mean like of a few reasons really just because it was one of those things where it's just like you slug like I'm done with you now so I'm going to like trap you into this this <laughs> wall thing and he's just like he's just like yeah I told you that human sacrifice is, is part of the thing it, it, it's just like okay you were stupid you got betra- <laughs> betrayed by the you know this person mm-hmm. apparently like the uh damon uh, at the beginning that was her fiance it's not it, it wasn't explained anywhere in the thing but i guess like in the production notes oh i, was, I thought they were the, married
1: because it's two straight people and i always assume a man and a woman well apparently <laughs> allegedly like it was the
0: fiance but just like you you murdered your fiance <laughs> yeah help i can't seem to find my fiance i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Seinfeld, no. there for you. But, um... Uh, yes. <laughs> the it, it, Like, just... Oh, fuck. Yeah, I hate her. But the death itself, <laughs> I guess, like, it was originally a lot gorier. Like, there was, like, you know, maybe mm. even, like, Hellraiser levels of just, like, practical effects of, like, gore of just, like, a head getting squished together. And the, it, it... Even, like, it, it's such a whimper of, like, it, like, just the way it goes out, where it's just, like... Doo-doo-doo. Of just her head,
1: like <laughs> squishing like a grape satisfied. with like the fake... thing. Kind of like, yeah, that's yeah. what you get. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I know. I no, didn't totally. want it to be any any more uh, ornate than yeah. it was because no, I, no, I, totally. I didn't want they... her to take up that much room in my movie. So, <laughs> but that was the thing. It was just like, as long as you're going to be
0: here, you may as well, you know, die effectively. And they die did. Well. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> Film it like that way it was like you know, a little bit oh. more elaborate. and they removed it because they were afraid that they were gonna get hit with a uh, NC seventeen. Um, so I don't know where yeah. that footage exists if it if it does anywhere, but you know it 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 should have been included. I'd watch it. yeah, I would watch it. yeah, yeah just to see her die more so. and there was there, yeah, there was all this other stuff with her because I guess like that was a thing, like the disappearing children. Because I mean, at, le- mm-hmm. at least with Bobby, like that was done as sort of like a setup to to scare the rest of the characters and and uh, incite them into looking for him. So we didn't need to see like what happened. But when Kathy went missing, mm-hmm. like she was literally not like not even a foot away from them, and and Kalina was just like, "Yes, look at all this information in the in the book." And I guess like I don't know, did Uncle Cyrus sneak up and and he's just like. I'm gonna grab you, or just like how that would happen without her making any noise. It, it was right. one of those stupid things in the movie where it's just like where did Kathy go? Um, and I'm just like okay, <laughs> like that was the movie being stupid. But then you have to imagine that like Kalina had both of the kids tied up somewhere, or even if they weren't tied up, yes. they were like in a in a in one of the ghosts encasements and then she's just like sure come on i'm gonna tie you up and put you like just i'm like okay I, there's like a movie there or like deleted scenes of just like kalina like setting the bait of the children on the thing because he's like oh right, tie right, up the right. Children, or you know and, and she's like i don't know if she I probably can
1: would have been yeah, she probably would have just ingratiated herself to them, too, and acted like, come this way. It's the only way out. I'm the person who designed this house. Yeah. And then they'd be like, I can get you to your father. And then whatever. And then frying pan, bang. <laughs> and then <laughs> just roll them into the cupboard yeah. with the other one. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what I imagine yeah, happening. Totally. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anything w- else?
0: <laughs> I, think, I, think I, I think I'm good. I think we can get to, I mean, unless do you have anything else to say? No, I'm good. Okay, let's get to the cherry picker then. Okay, so last week uh, we did The Exorcist. Who deserves to die the most in The Exorcist? I said Burke Dennings, and you said uh, Uncle John, or you said Terrace's. Uncle, but... Uh, That's uh, what he was credited is, uh, as on IMDb, uh, but he's Uncle John. Maybe in the book complete. he's Uncle John. Um, yeah, maybe. But anyway, uh, the, the people have spoken. On Patreon, uh, Instagram, and YouTube, we have 115 for Burke Dennings versus 219 for Uncle John. Um, And I think it's funny because, like, when I post these things on on uh, instagram you yeah. you go and you post the same thing and you're just like it's like nobody will know who uncle john is you need to be specific and you're just like <laughs> karis's uncle and he did and like this is what he did he like put the i don't yeah, you I had said, like a whole description because you're
1: for this loser because like he put his sister in a, in an asylum and blamed his priest nephew for it something like that yeah, yeah. i just
0: think but it's I mean, funny no, that it's you even, that, <laughs> that you're just like nobody will know who that is i need to like <laughs>
1: but apparently but it's also because there, th- there's no case made i want to make my case you know yeah. it's my it's my story i shall make my case and you know and, and right. if somebody sees it there then maybe they'll want to lean in my direction i don't know okay well <laughs> um uh sierra
0: sindrell says i voted uncle john Mostly because I think Eddie <laughs> deserves to win one of these, and I liked oh, how passionate he was with his explanation. Oh, how sweet! Thank um, you. Yeah, but that—that's funny. That like you have won plenty, but then Jason Slaughter says Zach always gets less votes on these polls. I swear. Oh. So it's just like what? Who's who's? I haven't been keeping tally.
1: Neither have I. Yeah, we don't. We should look back and know for No, the I think time. it's better if we don't. It's
0: just more, it's, you know. Oh, all
1: right, okay. If
0: you want to and just like have bragging rights and be like, I want another
1: one. Well, just to find out who, you know, who, not bragging rights, but just like who is in the lead. I don't know. Because I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> but it'd be interesting since people are bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Go Cor- on. Corey Weston says, I need to rewatch the movie and reread The book. I don't remember an Uncle John. Oh, there you go. Mm. Uh, But I know it's heavily hinted at, uh, implied and theorized, that Burke molested Reagan. So just off that deserves death. So is that a thing? Like in the book, it was implied that he... That's why. No, he-
1: it's it's I don't think it's even a thing in the book so much as it's something that has become part of the discussion. Yeah. Um there are people who question whether she's actually possessed or not, or whether it's just a <clears> manifestation <throat> of like her hostility towards Burke for molesting her. I would have brought it up on the pod, but we were talking about so much. There's still so much more to cover, but that's yeah, something yeah. I actually saw like an like an, a 90-minute video essay uh talking about it in depth and citing like you know the interactions between reagan and uh chris where reagan is you know like uh, uh, uh like kind of like masking her i guess hostility or her animosity toward burke dennings yeah. and even the way she asks him it kind of creeps me out now when i watch her ask you like him don't you you know yeah. and it's like oh oh oh, 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 oh. gross yeah so anyway (laughs) but i mean it's part it's just part of the discussion now yeah
0: yeah savage visuals says the exorcist is a gem and bye-bye uncle john i don't like uncles (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I probably didn't even
0: you like opened up some. Probably. Wo- you opened up some some
1: wounds there. I'll just say I got the uncle haters vote. <laughs> uh,
0: Marshmallow says, "Shame on me. Never watched it, but exorcism, exorcism is not my stick. I watched Stigmata oh. quite some time ago, and although that's something different, I can't really find too much joy in these possessed or evil spirit stories." um uh, oh, okay. yeah there's fair art. enough i yeah i yeah. i think i've seen stigmata once, so i don't remember at all i just remember i don't like, remember it either patricia arcad and yeah. there's like a scene where she's in the bathtub um okay i don't remember yeah anyway so i i would assume that the exorcist is is a thousand times better yes. than than stigma, <laughs> uh, but anyway, you get uh, first dibs with the thirteen oh, ghosts. Right. Oh, also, we kind of we we sort of briefly uh, broached the the subject last week. I don't think we'll have an issue this week, but just in terms of like what qualifies as as a contender for who deserves to die the most, and we we're saying that like, you can't pick supernatural; like it, it needs to be human. We didn't really, we didn't really right. dis- discuss the rules, but I mean, we, we
1: didn't, we didn't really agree on anything. Yeah. But if if Zach wants to make rules, I'm willing. to uh, I think them. that there should be he rules. Is. If you're, you know,
0: <laughs> so like no, no zombies, no zombies, no like no okay. creatures or any, like it needs to be people,
1: human, yeah, human, human. Okay, cool. Okay, because um, I I have a human, so Good. my choice, my choice for this week is Kalina. Mm. And simply put, Kalina is a loser. She is a spineless sellout who betrayed a dopey family's trust all just so some old white man could rule hell. So she's a dumb fuck-up and she's not her death her death isn't interesting. I I I love Embeth Davis, but I forgot she was in this movie too, and then I forgot the reveal that she was actually like in league with Cyrus the whole time and I just I I think she's actually probably if I'm going to criticize the writing for any of these characters, I think she's probably the the worst written character also in, yeah. in the movie. So, you could pluck her out and and find some other way to like get Cyrus what he needs or something, and I think it would make it maybe even more interesting. Let, let mm-hmm. one less person to spend time with. So yeah, I choose Kalina to yeah. die. You? Well, that was my first choice, so
0: um, I'll have to fall back <laughs> on another. And no, that's no, that's the that's the beauty of of the cherry picker. I. Yeah. <sighs> See, the thing is, it's it's not always like who deserves to die the most or just like, just like who I would want to die the most because like I enjoy uncle Cyrus so much as just like this evil cartoonish villain that I don't want to see. I want to see him like live on and just like plan more. Like how, how am I going to open up the, uh, the Arcanum next time? And like, you know, (laughs) like I want him to live on and and just like keep tormenting this family and for them to just be like, Oh, it's Uncle evil, uncle Cyrus again. So I'm actually going to go with, with Ben Moss, the lawyer, just be, you know, simply put, you know, he was also duplicitous. Um, you know, driven by greed, which I mean, like it, it, th- that's all well and good. You know, people need to make money, but the fact that it's, like he put this family into a situation, he knew that there were murderous ghosts in this in this house did not tell them yeah. about it that was like the difference between the the original like they, they straight the lawyer straight up told them like oh yeah the house is haunted just so you know and they're like we don't care we'll move in um but yeah <laughs> he didn't tell them about the ghost uh and then he was just like really like rude to that or just like uh taunting them from the other side where he knew that he was safe and then the moment that it, the, it was reversed and you know he was out in the same space with them, it was just like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't mean it, you know? Uh, right, right, right. So I'm going to go with, go with Ben Moss. <laughs> yeah, and, and his abridged, greed, his yes. greed literally started, like him lifting up the briefcase, started the, the machine of the house. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that like, Uncle Cyrus would have, done it his own way but it was almost yeah. like dominoes where it's just like I'm just going to push the lawyer and he's going to go and he's going to hit the next uh, <laughs> tile and then just, just create this this huge effect. So, yeah, for for my money, I'm I'm going to go with Ben Moss. So, so there you have it. Yeah. You've got Kalina, uh I I can't remember what her last name is, but it well it'll be spelled Who out cares? on the thing. And then Ben Moss. <laughs> I care. I want full names. <laughs> uh so you can deserve a last name (laughs) (laughs) you can vote uh in the the youtube uh, community section on the cherry picker you can vote on uh, the cherry picker pod on instagram and you can vote on patreon if you are a patreon supporter um if if you would like to become a patreon supporter uh that goes a long way in helping improve the quality of these podcasts and you know Mm -hmm. you do get to Watch or listen to the podcast several days before, typically like the the weekend before, so you've got a head start on everyone else. And we do have a new patron supporter, so I I just want to shout out Death Reven, or sorry, 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 my bad, Darth Reven or Rev Reven. I'm gonna say Darth Reven. If I'm wrong, we'll we'll will print a retraction. Um, <laughs> but thank, thank you for, for coming aboard and offering us your support. And, uh, oh, also, also, as always, uh, big thank you to Andre Felix for yay. his efforts and, uh, in editing, uh, these episodes. And uh, uh, I just wanted to remind uh, everyone, if you are listening, uh, that you can also watch uh, the podcast on YouTube. If you would like to see our faces and what's going on. I'm wearing glasses right now uh, because... Right? Because we're... we're <laughs> just to be thematic with the 13 ghosts.
1: Uh, but if you and are... I'm just tired. Yeah. And I have a hungry cat. Sorry if you can hear her meowing. That's not your... I didn't Cat, I didn't probably. Hear it's probably mine. Didn't, oh okay, she's been anything. mewing for like the last 5 minutes cuz she's Okay so it's anyway. We are <laughs>
0: so yeah, if you if you would like to watch us it's uh the cherry picker on YouTube. And if you are yes! watching us on YouTube, you can uh, go down to the descriptions, the RSS feed is listed there and you can go listen to us and then that way you can do other things while you're listening to us so you're not uh, stuck mm-hmm. uh, behind the screen. Uh and also we do have a review uh it's oh, real fabulous. Real quick uh read that on Apple Podcasts uh from shim 100 great content i love listening to the podcast on my way to work zach and ed chemistry keeps uh my entertained keeps me entertained and i like how zach breaks rule number three by saying he'll be right back (laughs) i've been breaking that rule for for a while now (laughs) as long as you've had a youtube channel right? (laughs) yeah totally uh anyway yeah uh thank you so much uh for for the review if you guys also want to go on apple Podcasts and leave a review it does go a long way and helping the podcast uh get recognized algorithmically Mm -hmm. i I don't know how any of that works but it 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 definitely helps us even if you want to just go there and 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 leave a score uh and uh what do we got going on next week do you know
1: is next week the series? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Next week we're doing season one of Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Chucky. Real excited for that.
0: Um, if you if you want to follow either of us on social media separately, other than following us on the Cherry Picker Pod, Eddie, where can they find
1: you? And, and you can find me on. In th- me and Dez, my cat that I'm holding right now. She's like, I don't want to be on camera. I didn't agree to this, Papa. <laughs> yeah, you can find me at Truth. That's my handle, all one word. Yeah, that's where I am. And you can find me on Instagram at
0: RetroBitchFace. Also one word. Or Twitter uh, at Zach cherry 8 Anyway, that's all we got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And w- w- do you want to say it? Yeah. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be right back.